Welcome to The Creator's Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I'm your host, content creator and creator coach, Jade Beeson. And today I'm talking all about growing on Instagram, more specifically, what people just don't tell you. Fortunately for you, I am not people and therefore, I'm going to tell you these things. I'm gonna pull back the curtain. I really feel like these are five things that everyone who's trying to grow on Instagram really needs to know. So I'm gonna be brutally honest because that's what I always am in my content. (laughs) I'm gonna be very honest with you all and I'm gonna share with you the five things that you don't know because people don't tell you, but you really should know if you are trying to grow on Instagram. So the first thing that everyone needs to know, and this one is really, really close to my heart at the moment. I'll tell you why in a second. But the first thing everyone needs to know is that one size does not fit all when it comes to growing on Instagram. What I'm referring to here is when you hear different strategies, different tips, different advice from people like me, from coaches, or I'm doing like air quotes at the minute, gurus, right? When you hear advice from myself or other similar people, where we're saying, you know, this is a new strategy you can try out, or this is a new tactic you can try out, which might help you with your growth or your engagement, etc. If you try that tactic and it does not work for you, that is totally okay. It is completely normal to try a tactic that's being shared to people at mass and for it not to work with you. And I think there's a key thing there that I just wanna focus on a little bit. So when I say at mass, I don't even know if that's the right way of saying it, at scale, I'm referring to when you consume content that has been designed for more than one person. So this podcast, for example, obviously I'm speaking to you right now, but hopefully there'll be other people who also listen to this episode. My YouTube videos, I create them for hundreds, hopefully thousands of people to watch my content, which means the advice and the strategies that I'm providing in these videos are well-researched and well-trialed by myself, but they have been specifically chosen because they are likely to work for a huge group of people. Everyone watching my videos, everyone listening to my podcast episodes, everyone's different, right? You all have different niches, you all have different objectives and goals for your Instagram channels, which means that half of my tactics will work really well for some of you, and the other half will work really well for the rest of you, right? For the lucky few out there, every single thing I say is gonna work, right? But for most people, a handful of the things I'm gonna say are gonna work or be suited to them and their own channel. And that is totally okay. That is that is how I've designed my content. It is completely impossible for me or any other coach to provide you with a strategy or a tactic to try on Instagram that is going to work for every single person who has an Instagram account. It is literally completely impossible. Now, where the trouble or the friction can sometimes come in is when people don't realize that or don't want to necessarily accept that. Whilst I try to make growing on Instagram as easy as possible for everyone in my community, I can't do all of it. There still has to be some work on your side and that work has to involve you hearing whatever advice I've just shared, figuring out if it's right for you, for your channel, for your journey, implementing it and then measuring it to see if it worked. And if it didn't work, I promise you, I will have hundreds of thousands, maybe not that many, I'll have hundreds more tactics and strategies that you can try that are gonna work for you, right? Think of me as like an encyclopedia, is that like a good way of thinking of me? Like I'm here, I'm giving you all these different tactics for you to try, but you've got to try them and you've got to figure out if they're actually gonna work for you. 
That's the partnership that we've got together. Now, the reason why this is close to my heart is because I received a comment on one of my videos recently, which sparked this thought process because I think it made me realize that I have not been effectively communicating the other half of work that must be done after you watch my content as well as I should be. And that other half of work that I'm referring to is the work that you guys do where you figure out which strategies you wanna use you apply them and then you test the results. I don't think I've communicated that enough because this comment, um, it was a very lovely comment from someone who was like, you know, I, I follow your content, I support your channel, but I really am not a fan of like how much you encourage us to make every new piece of content better than the last. Or you probably heard me say quite a few times in my channel, like it's not about opening your Instagram account and making incredible content straight away. It's about just starting and then committing to improving your content every single time you sit down to post, right? And she was basically saying, look, I, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to feel pressured to improve my content every time I post. I am already happy with my content and I just want to be happy. And this relentless push to keep on improving is basically messing with that. It's making her feel like she's unhappy. And when I read the comment, it took me a while to really understand it because the first thing I thought was, but then you just don't have to follow that piece of advice from me. Like I was, it took me a while. I had to read it a few times to realize that my content was negatively impacting this person because she was following everything I was saying to such a point where even when I was encouraging her to do something that she just did not want to do, she felt pressured to do it. And it was making her feel negative about her Instagram account. So I responded and just said, you know, we're all unique human beings and you don't have to follow everything I say. Like if you hear me or any other coach share advice with you, which completely goes against your values and who you are as a person, then just don't follow it. You know, you don't have to follow every single thing that I say. And I don't think I realized until I read that comment that there are people who consume my content who are following every single thing I say to the point where it's making them unhappy. And I just can't live with that being the case. So it's a reminder that one size does not fit all. And I should flag that this is really where the benefit of joining programs comes in. Not all programs, but some programs which offer a level of personalization and coaching, which allows the coach to actually tell you which strategies are gonna work for you. And this is honestly the reason why I always offer a level of personalization in my two core programs. So that's the Creators Club, which is more for like entry level creators, and then Creator Income Academy, which is for more intermediate advanced creators. And in both of those programs, I offer calls, like group coaching sessions, more group coaching sessions in the advanced level than in the entry level one. But regardless, as long as you're on one of those programs, you will get the opportunity to speak with me right? There's also a Facebook group where you can get more personalized advice from me as well on a regular basis. And I just think that's something that everyone should look for when they're joining a coaching program, because when you consume loads of content from one person, let's say in the format of a course, yes, that's going to give you all the information. And yes, that's going to help a lot of people reach their goals. But for some of you, there might be some strategies in there which just don't work for you. And actually you need a slightly different approach. And the only way that you're ever going to figure that out is if you have the opportunity to actually speak with the coach or a coach who's working within that program. So all of that to say guys, went on a bit of a tangent there, that one size does not fit all and you will see so much more success if you are primarily trying to grow on Instagram 
by consuming free content that's being shared to multiple people at once. That's totally fine. But you'll see a lot more success if you test the different strategies that you're being told, like one at a time, and you figure out which of those strategies are gonna work for you, rather than doing every single thing that you hear from every single coach, and then getting frustrated when some of those strategies don't work, or maybe they don't align with who you are as a person. Okay, so the next thing that I feel like everyone needs to know is that you really need some kind of content creation system, and that, if you are relying on posting live, you are setting yourself up for failure. And what I mean by posting live is when you literally like sit down, you like capture a piece of content or you go through your gallery to find a piece of content, you edit it, you write the caption and then you post it. So every day you've maybe got an alarm going off at five o'clock, like, hey, it's time to post on Instagram. So you literally start from scratch to figure out what you're gonna post, create it, write a caption and post it. I've said this a few times in my content, but I, the thought of doing that gives me so much anxiety. And to be completely honest with you, I would not be where I am today if that was the system that I was using because I would not be consistent. There is no way. There is no way that I would be consistently sharing content on multiple channels, let alone one. It just would not happen. The thing is that when you create content in this way, so there's no proper system to creating your content, you are purely relying on how you're feeling every day at 5 p.m and whether you're in the right headspace and you've got enough time to whip up some incredible content and share it with your audience. And I'm willing to bet that even the best of us is only really in the mood to do that like once a week, which means that the rest of those times that you're supposed to be posting, you're either not posting because you, your alarm goes off to post and you're like, nope, I don't have the time. I don't know what to post. It all feels stressful, so I'm not doing it. Or you are posting, but what you're posting is nowhere near as good as it could have been because you're doing it in a rush and you're just trying to get something out rather than spending the time to create a piece of content that you're really proud of. Now, the solution to this is creating a content creation system. By the way, guys, my like, do I sound sick? <laughs> I'm like sneezing and stuff. I don't feel sick, but I feel like I sound it. Anyway, a content creation system is basically a system which involves you committing to a schedule where you are coming up with content ideas, creating your content in batches and then scheduling it all out. I actually have a YouTube video where I talk about my Instagram content creation system. So I'm gonna link to it below. Um, I do really recommend giving it a watch if you don't have a system yet, because it's a really good introductory lesson to creating your own system, but it is a lifesaver. Like I have a full process when it comes to my Instagram content creation. I schedule between one to two months worth of Instagram content out in advance. Now that doesn't mean that if I come up with an idea and I wanna create something on a whim and on a random day that I can't do it, of course I can, I just add it to the content that I've scheduled, right? So the ability to be reactive is still completely there, but I always know that I have weeks, if not months worth of content ready, scheduled, good to go. So that if life gets in the way, or if I just do not fancy coming up with anything new, I can still be consistent on Instagram. And I would not be able to do that if I did not have a content creation system. Hey creators, I'm interrupting my own podcast episode because I have something to tell you that I know you're going to want to hear. If you are a content creator who wants to learn how to use social media to grow their influence, create consistent income, and to launch the business of their dreams, I can help you. I'm Jade Beeson. I'm a creator coach with eight years marketing experience, a first class honors degree in marketing, and I've helped thousands of content creators launch their careers and even go full time. 
I'm currently looking for new creators to help reach their goals. Now, these creators, they need to possess a few different things. So first of all, they need to be serious about turning their influence to income. They also need to be committed to creating amazing content, which adds value to their audience's lives. And they need to be ready for some serious growth. And I'm not just talking about growing online. I'm talking about growing their bank balance. I'm talking about growing and developing their mindset. I'm just talking about all round growth growth. So if you're ready to work with me, all you need to do is send me a DM with the word ready on Instagram. My Instagram name is jadebeeson, one word, and all you need to do is DM me with the word ready and we can chat about how we can work together. All right, let's speak soon on my Instagram. I'll leave you to get back to the episode. Okay, next up, you will receive hate. There is no way of avoiding it. I am sorry. That is just the way our world works. I don't know if this is news to you. And if so, I hate to be the one to break it to you. See, my throat just keeps on going. Anyway, I hate to be the one to break it to you, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And if you truly, truly cannot stand the idea of receiving hateful comments or just rude comments, then I would honestly urge you to think about why you want to do this, why you want to grow on Instagram. And if that why is really strong enough for you to put up with the hate that you're probably going to get at some point, right? And I want to be really clear here. I don't think that the anticipation of receiving rude comments should stop anyone from pursuing their dream. But I also have to be real. I know that First of all, we're not all designed or ready to receive like hateful comments. It's not something that as humans, we're necessarily like taught to deal with. Um, So I totally get that there will be people in the world who are like, I, their mental health is in a state where they're like, this isn't something that I want to welcome willingly into my life right now. So we have to be real about that. And if that is you, then you've always got to put yourself first and your mental health needs to come above everything else. So that is always something that I've got to get off my chest and make clear. Now, for everyone who thinks, okay, I really am not looking forward to receiving a hate comment or a rude comment, but I think I can deal with it. I just feel nervous about it then I'm happy to announce that there are ways for you to manage this negative element of being a creator that will make your life a lot easier when that day eventually comes. First of all, block, block, blockity block. I, you know, there's some people who are like, oh, you shouldn't block people from your channel. I don't agree with that at all. I think it's a bit different when you're a business and in which case you can still block people, but you really only should be blocking people when they're like spreading like really, you know, hate and they're going to offend someone else. If they're just saying something negative or critiquing your product or service, then you can't really block them for that. But for content creators who are running personal brands, if someone is annoying you because they're sharing spammy messages all the time or they're sending negative messages or they just clearly don't like you, block them, do them a favor. They clearly don't enjoy seeing your content. So do them a favor and block them so they don't, they don't see it anymore. (laughs) It is your channel. This is your personal account. You can do what you want. Okay. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Another thing that I like to remind myself, there's a, there's a couple of different like things I like to tell myself when I see a comment that gets me a bit riled up. First of all, other people's opinions are not my reality. So just because someone has commented saying that they find me annoying doesn't mean that I'm annoying. Although I would say that I am, I am actually a bit annoying. So that was a terrible example. Just because someone comments saying that my accent is awful doesn't mean that my accent is awful, right? That's one that I get quite, my, my accent like really like splits people up, like polarizes people. People are either like, yeah, love it. Or they're from the UK and therefore they're like, 
you just sound like you're from London. And then the other half is like, hate it, can't stand it, stop talking. (laughs) I personally love a good London accent, so you know um but regardless I've had comments before where people have been like your accent sounds like trash now that doesn't mean that my accent sounds like trash just because they believe that doesn't mean that that's my reality and that's something that I need to believe too right a final thing that I like to tell myself is that other people's opinions have nothing to do with me now this is a classic phrase that a lot of you have heard but maybe haven't sat and really digested before because when I took the time to really think about what that meant it was quite a game changer for me right how I like to view this is that there are literally billions of people in this world on this planet right and we meet hundreds if not thousands of people in our lifetime all of those people will probably have some kind of opinion on us in some way shape or form but we don't know what their opinions are a lot of people we're only going to meet once they're going to form an opinion and we'll never know what they truly think of us now For the most of us, we do not stay up at night wondering what thousands of people who we've met think of us. (laughs) We don't even consider what that work colleague thought of us when we worked with them for two months when we were 21. Like for a lot of us, that's not even something that passes through our head or if it does, it's very fleeting and we don't think about it for a long time. So that means that there are thousands of people with opinions of us just floating around in the universe and they're not affecting us because we are not aware of them and we are not aware of them because they're none of our business. That is to do with the person who has the opinion. It has absolutely nothing to do with us. And I would much rather go through life only valuing the opinions of a select few. So people who I've literally decided that those are the opinions that I'm going to value rather than valuing the opinions of thousands of people who we will probably never meet and who don't really have any impact on our lives at all, right? Now, There's a general caveat that I need to say to any of the stuff that I've just said, which is I'm talking about hateful comments. I'm not talking about when you get feedback. So sometimes I'll get comments on my channel, which say like your audio is crap. And whilst they could have said it in a far nicer way, I'm not gonna take that as a hate comment. I need to realize that that's actually feedback and I should use it to try and improve my content. So I'm not talking about those comments. I'm talking about when people are like, I hate your living room, like, you know. People are just literally just spreading hate for the sake of spreading hate. Miserable people. That's the stuff where I'm like, why am I going to waste my time valuing your opinion when you are clearly dedicated to spreading your misery online? And that's just not something that I vibe with. Anyway, you're going to receive hate, but hopefully the things that I've just told you will help you deal with the hate when it comes through. Another thing that you should know that people don't tell you is that comparison is the thief of joy. And this is especially the case when it comes to Instagram growth. Comparing your growth to someone else's is literally just going to send you on a downward spiral. There will always be someone else who is growing faster than you. There will always be someone else who has better engagement than you. There will always be other people who have both of those things and for the life of you, you cannot figure out why. You will look at their content and you'll think, what's going on here? My content's more impactful than that. I spend more time creating my content than they do, blah, blah, blah. We're all gonna get to a stage where those thoughts pass through our mind at some point. And I'm here to tell you that we need to let them continue passing through our mind and we should not be wasting any of our energy lingering on those thoughts. There is no point comparing yourself to other people because you have no idea what you are truly up against. 
right? Yes, someone else might be growing faster than you, but guess what? They might be growing faster because they're running paid ads. Maybe they have a friendship group with other creators who have huge audiences, so they're getting some promotion on their channels. Maybe they were on a TV show recently. Maybe they got loads of press. Maybe the algorithm is in their favor at the moment, so their content is genuinely blowing up, right? There are so many reasons why this person might be growing faster than you. Maybe they're buying followers. I like to think that not many people do that anymore, but I know I know people still do. I'm just being a bit naive. Um, maybe they're buying their followers. Like you have no idea. And the truth is you're never going to know. So let's not waste any energy worrying about it. If we focus on our own channel and our own growth, that is what's gonna help us see the results that we really, really want. Also, you don't always need to grow to see success on Instagram. I actually talk about my 2023 Instagram strategy and how it's not about growth anymore. It's actually about like community engagement. I am using Instagram to connect with my community because it has loads of features that allow me to do that. My stories, my DMs going live, that is what I'm using Instagram to do at the moment, right? And that's how I intend to continue using Instagram for the rest of the year. It doesn't always have to be a platform where you're purely trying to grow. Sometimes our like commitment to growth means that we end up ignoring the fact that we already have an audience even if it's a hundred people couple thousand those are still real life people who are hopefully seeing your content and who you are hopefully impacting on a regular basis like let's not disregard them just because we're trying to get to 10k <laughs> 5,000 is still a lot of people okay <laughs> The final thing to know about Instagram growth that people don't want to tell you is that you can probably grow faster on another channel. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's obviously not guaranteed. I have so many clients who are like absolutely blowing up on Instagram at the moment. So you can definitely still grow on Instagram. Like that's 100% still a thing. However, other platforms that I'm sure we're all aware who I'm alluding to, such as TikTok, do provide algorithms which are more geared towards helping new creators grow. And this is especially the case when you are completely new to Instagram, like you are literally trying to grow from the ground up. Other algorithms, YouTube is also one of them, um, are actually more geared to help newer creators grow because you can share a piece of content that can go viral, even if you only have 10, 20, 50 followers. And that's, as I mentioned, that's also the case on YouTube. A lot of people don't realize that, but on YouTube, that's also the case. You can have a viral video when you have a really small um, subscriber following, right? So TikTok is definitely the leader though when it comes to your ability to grow in a short span of time. It's worth noting that it's in no way guaranteed. I think sometimes people think, oh, if I go on TikTok, then I'll blow up and that's just how the platform works. That's not the case. What I'm saying is that you're more likely to grow on TikTok with a small following than you are on Instagram. That does not mean that you're guaranteed to. You're just slightly more likely. <laughs> But a lot of people don't really want to admit that because a lot of people have built businesses around teaching others how to grow on Instagram, which is why in my two core programs, the Creators Club and Create Income Academy, I actually teach people how to grow on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube because people are multifaceted and not everyone wants to focus on one platform, especially Instagram, right? So a lot of people don't want to admit that like actually Instagram is is a tricky platform nowadays and they're making changes to try and improve it. Like, you know, suggested posts on Instagram, 
which are basically when you're on your home feed and you see a piece of content from someone you don't follow. Now, most people hate those because they're like, I only want to see content from people I follow. However, from a creator's perspective, guys, those suggested posts are key to growing on Instagram. They are what allows us to reach a whole new audience outside of just getting featured on the explore page. So actually, if Instagram figure out how to make suggested posts better, then that's gonna unlock a lot of growth for us. So we should all actually be a bit grateful for those, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but they've not nailed suggested posts yet. They've not figured out how to do them properly, which means that it's still a difficult platform to grow on. And that is just the sheer honest truth of it. Does that mean that you should give up on Instagram? Oh my gosh, no. I already just mentioned that, you know, you can use Instagram for a different purpose, such as building your community. But also you can still grow an audience on Instagram. It's just a little bit harder than other platforms. And Instagram still has billions of monthly users. It still has one of the most amount of features than any other platform, which gives you so much content diversity. There are still so many amazing things about Instagram, which is why I will not be giving up on the platform. I still love it and use it on a regular basis. So by no means do I think you should be deleting your account and moving on. But I'm just gonna be honest with you and say that you are slightly more likely to grow on another platform than you are on a platform like Instagram at the moment. Watch this space, because that might change. Overall guys, just remember that growing on Instagram can be tricky, but growing on any platform is tricky. Social media is free. It would be wild if social media was this really easy thing to do and we can all build these amazing businesses overnight on a free platform, like that would be out of this world. At the end of the day, I do kind of feel like the challenges we face growing on Instagram or any social media platform is kind of the price we have to pay for having this ability to reach hundreds of thousands, millions of people, if not billions of people for free using social media. I think that is the price we've got to pay, okay? So I really hope you found this episode useful. If you did, I would absolutely love it if you could share it with someone else who is trying to go on Instagram. If you could also share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, I will love you forever. And final thing I'm gonna ask you to do, can you leave me a review? Cause that really helps me out too. Thank you so much for listening as always. I'll see you in the next episode.